So the vibe's been weird. Uh, not a great week. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, vibe's been off. Vibe's been off. Um, so I wanted to run through this list of you. A list of you. Ed it's Sheeran. about damn time somebody made a list of me. <laughs> a list of you, your eyes. You, you have a nose. I do have one of those, yes. And two of the eyes. And two of the eyes. No, a list uh, of things that I just, I just hate, that really just grind my gears. I love it. Um, and you can comment on them or not, but I'm just going to start rattling them off. Okay. okay. Uh, the first thing. When I'm loading things into the bottom rack of the dishwasher and it just slides back into the dishwasher instead mm-hmm. of staying out. Mm-hmm. God, I hate that so much. Oh, yeah. Um, restaurants for getting things in the bag. Like when I asked for peppers on the side, which I get it. Restaurants, I, I'm not. It's hard. It's hard not to jump down a restaurant's throat when they make one little thing because that meal right. is your whole world. And that's like five seconds yeah. for them. Right. But totally. I'm going to add on to this. When Taco Bell forgets to ask for sauce. Oh, you should get like a free taco if that doesn't happen. It Taco Bell is our fast food of choice. Um, actually, okay. everyone knows Arby's is my fast food of choice. But That's as a true. family, yeah. Taco Bell is our fast food of choice. Uh, yeah. Because I never get what I want. Um, <laughs> and there will, be, there will be times where they ask, what sauce do you want? And you say, I want hot sauce. And they still yep. don't give you any sauce. That's it. I. You know I what? should be able Same to sue thing them. with like McDonald's. Yeah. Like yeah. when they say, what sauce do you want with your McNuggets? And I'm looking forward to that sweet and sour sauce. And then there's nothing in that bag. Oh my God. I know getting no sauce is worse, but what's more infuriating getting no sauce or getting one single tiny, like one cup? little thing is like, that's one nuggets worth. Yeah. What, what am I, what am I going to do with one cup for sauce? Like I, this is ridiculous. What is this sauce for ants? <laughs> Uh, next one, when I'm shaving my face and my razor guard falls off, which happened to me today, and I took a chunk Ooh. right there out of the beard. Ooh. Yeah, not happy about that. Uh, on top of that one, when I'm shaving my head and I miss a couple hairs and I have oh, to go I back. Could, I can imagine that would be very annoying. <laughs> uh, I've said this one before, ham and turkey for holidays. The worst. I can't agree. I just can't. I can't. The I ham, ham and turkey are, are staples, Joe. They're staples. I sure. will admit, I've become a sides man. Oh, sides are the best part of any holiday meal. I think just that's a fair point. Me. That's why I had an all-appetizers Christmas with my family. Uh, I, it was the best idea we've ever had. I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, the fact that whales exist, and I might never see one in the wild. What's more scary, the fact that whales exist in the ocean and they're bigger than like most boats that we put on top of the ocean, or yeah. the fact if, that if you wanted to go see a whale, your life is almost definitely endangered. <laughs> it's true. Both of those are scary things. Katie has bugged me forever because we, you know, every time we talk about vacations, I'm like, I want to go to Seattle. There's Olympia National Park. I want to go to the Pacific Northwest. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. She's like, okay, but I want to go whale watching. I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely I not. Go to- All right, we'll go with you. Katie and I will go look for Deal. whales. Co- uh, Taylor it. and I will stay and go get nice coffee and go for walks while you guys go oh, and endanger good. yourselves on, on the ocean looking for whales. Next year, next family trip. Deal. We're all going. Book it. Yeah. Um, I'm not tall enough or have a deep enough voice to play Batman. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It really, r- really gets me. I fit the ideal comic profile of Wolverine. I just don't have the acting skills to ever be able to pull it off. Oh, you're not Canadian enough. You just got to be a little bit more Canadian. I'm pretty Canadian. If we're being honest, I'm pretty Canadian. <laughs> just not quite. Just not quite. It's not quite. Um, sunburn. I got sunburn on my head last weekend. That was something I've never had to worry about. You're going to have to get used to that, Joe. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. Start packing extra sunscreen, baby. That's that shiny it's... thing is going to get burnt a lot. <laughs> Didn't never never crossed my mind. Um that uh that I always pull out more than one wipe in a wad. Mm-hmm. And I pull out a diaper wipe. When you're trying to wipe. All right. Either pulling out more than one, so like you pull out one like two come out. But what's worse than that 
is when, and this happens in Kleenex too, but when you pull one out and the second one doesn't come with it to like create the like where you yeah. pull the next wipe or tissue out, yep. it just stays laying flat. So then you got one hand holding up a poopy butt and then you got the other like finger in there digging around to try and pull a wipe out with the other hand yep. and this is kicking, you know, the kid's kicking like a bull at a rodeo and you're trying to pull a wipe out. Like, just give me one of... Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, and the last thing that I have wrote down is um, a Wes Anderson movie that won't exist because I saw it in an SNL skit that was a Wes Anderson horror movie. That would be phenomenal. It would be so good. You know, oh my God. I was actually a little bit... Like I don't, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know if I've ever actually sat down and watched an entire Wes Anderson mo- movie. I know what oh they are, right? God. Like the Grand Budapest Hotel and yeah. uh, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. There's a couple of, like very famous ones I need to watch that are like on the list of yeah. that that magical weekend. If my kids ever left my house for a weekend, what I would do? Like, of course, that list is six miles long, and I would get none of it right. done. <laughs> um, but it's. I honestly was scared away at the beginning because I thought they were horror films because they like give off China doll vibes. <laughs> they give off China doll vibes. That's what they do, right? They're like, it's like too perfect. So you're like, oh, this is yeah. one of those like too perfect scenes where something's going to go wrong and yeah, it's going to be terrifying. Wow. Oh, I hope it happens. That's my dream. That would be great. That'd be great. Wes Anderson Thank films for- have become a, a thing on TikTok now. Like everybody is, there's yes. like a Wes Anderson fit. TikTok yes. or a film filter that everybody does. On I TikTok. love it. It's so good. Uh, I'm here for it and I want them to keep going. Let's keep it going. Uh, Joe, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What, what would you define your volume of sneeze at? Has Cora ever told you that you sneeze loudly? No, uh, I, I would say I'm right at the medium, right at a five out of 10. Well, sometimes they catch me off guard and that's like an eight. Sure. For the most part, I'd say about a five. I think you need to dial that bitch up to 11. I think it's time. Whoa. I'm telling you, I had the dad sneeze of all dad sneezes today. And as we mentioned just now, the vibes have been off this week. Yeah. I felt 100 times better. Physically, mentally, emotionally. Just, I had one big dad sneeze. And now I understand why our parents never went to therapy. (laughs) Yeah, a car just came <laughs> flying down the steps. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Uh, but did did your son say something about the volume of your sneeze? Oh, yeah. It was, ah! <laughs> it scared him. A little bit. Spooked him a little bit. Everybody in the house got a little spooked. But it was so worth it. It was so worth it. It's All better right. than therapy. I want my well, two and a half years back. Just going <laughs> to go back to sneezing. Give me all that copay money back. I'm just going <laughs> to sneeze for forever. I'm back to sneezing. I'm going to sneeze until I feel better about myself. <laughs> hey, are you feeling down on yourself today? Now introducing Giant Dad Sneezes. Giant. <laughs> for the everyday Just let dad. it all out. And throw a swing in there while you, while you sneeze. Just <laughs> Maybe throw your back out. <laughs> Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Szymanski. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, I'm, I'm all right. And in the face of the bad vibes this week, I'm all right. I think yeah. uh, it's, it's, been, it's been odd. It's been a weird time. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think for both of us, it's been weird. So in the face of that, uh, we got ice cream for dinner tonight. Well, hell yeah. And that all was right. what we ate. And uh, so I'm feeling pretty good after that. That's, that sounds great. Can solve kind drinking of a beer, things. too? I'm drinking a beer. A new um, local Michigan beer called Lager of the Lakes from okay. Bells. Uh, okay. It do- Every time I buy Bells, I'm like, this is great. I wish I was back in Kalamazoo enjoying it. And then it makes me a little <laughs> sad. But it's still great. Yeah. It is. Well, I haven't had it. but It's, uh, it's very good. I, it's a... Uh, it's just a plain beer. Like, it's hard to, uh, yeah. you know, you drink it, you're like, oh, yeah, this is, it's like a better Budweiser, but it's good. Okay. Is it like, no, yeah? 
a little bit heavier than no yeah. Okay. I got oh, yeah. I got extras in the fridge. You're coming up to my house tomorrow. I'm coming to your house tomorrow. When this goes live and people are hearing this, you will be driving to my house so you can try it when you yeah. get here. All right, I'm excited. Uh, you all might hear random crashing. Grayson's just throwing shit down the stairs. It's hilarious. It's his right. <laughs> uh, so what's been going on? You had your ice cream. You got your beer. What else is going on in your world? I had to go in the office today. So I, for the first Ooh. time, I think since before Thanksgiving. So wow. it's been a while since uh since I had to go in the office. And let me tell you what. I don't need to go back in. I, I, it's, it, I get it. I like seeing my coworkers. Don't get me wrong. Like seeing people in person and like interacting with people. I'm into it. Uh, yeah. But confining yourself to one place for like nine hours a day is not for me anymore. I, you know, when I'm home, I can go up and unload the dishwasher on lunch and like sit on my couch and enjoy the sunshine and go for a mental health walk, all that kind of stuff. And like, right. Other than that, you're just in an office in front of a computer talking office? to other people about how, work. How did we live before 2020? I have no idea. I, like, it, and don't get me wrong, because I had a few opportunities at my job that I had before the pandemic. That I think we all got, uh, like, one work-from-home day a month. You could pick one mm. day a month to work from home. Um which was great. That was like cutting edge at the time. Imagine that you get right. one day a month that you get to work from home, yeah, yeah, cutting yeah. edge, uh, along with the, Hey, ever on, uh, during the summer hours, half your team can leave two hours early every Friday, every other Friday. Right. Uh, and, uh, anyway, it's so I knew that working from home is nice. You get to sit on the couch, you get your laptop on like, cause every so often I got to do that. But, you also are not expected, like when other everybody else in the office and you're at home, you're expected to do a lot less, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just basically taking the day off. So I was like, oh, it can't be like that if we're right. all working from home because then we'll all have to keep working. No, apparently right. it's like that all the time. Just all the time. It's, Crazy. it's, I, I am, I, this, I'll ask you this question because I was talking about it today while I'm in the office. My job involves a lot of, uh, analytical work, coding work, looking at numbers all the time, right? And like thinking yeah. about big complex problems. It sucks to be in the middle of a thought process on like doing this and pulling numbers and thinking about it and have somebody interrupt you and talk to you, right? Because you're like, yeah, I'm like Sherlock Holmes deep in my mind palace here trying to look at spreadsheets and numbers and things like that. And somebody interrupts right. you. So I realized like for a long time, the jobs I had were not like that. They were in meetings, bouncing ideas around the room, talking about people about stuff, right? Right. I have now shifted into I'm far more productive at home than I am at work. Like, today, I, like, tangibly, what did I get done? Not a lot. I, (laughs) like, I talked to my boss and our VP and everything about the situation that that we had some stuff happen at work this week, which is why the vibes are pretty bad. And so we just kind of talked and caught up all about that. But, like, tangibly, what did I accomplish today? I don't know. It's it's funny. When I used to go into work in the office, it wasn't required yet. And uh, I'd go in, like, once or twice a week. And when everybody would kind of go in on the same day, yeah, it was, like, big celebration. Like, the the big guys would be like, all right, let's order lunch, like bring in food and let's have lunch and mm-hmm. let's hang out and let's chat. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that's always fun, but not anymore. Now three days a week I'm required in office. I, it's interesting. I keep a, a float with jobs around me and, and the people that are hiring around me. And it is far less pure remote jobs than there ever was before. Like it is, yeah, it is very much, everything's hybrid. And I get that. Like, that's how people mm-hmm. want to go. And that's probably the way of the future. And they'll probably end up just dropping the hybrid label. And it'll just be like, come in when you work. come in and you'll work when you work. Yeah. And that, that'll be it. But uh, for now, everybody wants to know that you do still have to come to the office a couple of days a week. And yeah. it seems like that's the way of the world. I, I thought for sure that more things would stay remote. Um, but can't get mm-hmm. tax breaks on your corporate buildings if people aren't working in them. So That's right. 
Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? So it's been a it's been a day. I have my beer. I had my ice cream for dinner, and uh, I'm ready to just chat about being a dad and life and stuff. So, damn, yeah, sounds great. How about you? How is how's your week been? How's your time been? Oh man, it's been a hell of a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, last weekend was Easter. That was super busy. We had a brunch on Saturday, um, with the Sanborns and uh their uh siblings. Um, so we cooked some breakfast sliders, which were pretty delightful. What's on a breakfast slider? Eggs, bacon, so slider? I, yeah, so I, I got up at 7.30 in the morning on Saturday and started cooking. Uh, I made, I took sausage links, maple sausage links, and cut them open mm. uh, to get the actual sausage out of it. Yeah. And cooked that on the Blackstone. Well, I have, not the Blackstone, I don't remember, what, mine's Whatever. called the Next Grill, I think. Yeah. You're Blackstone. Um, uh, cook that. Hold on, did you I form cook... them at all? Like, did you make patties out of them when you opened them? Or I, you... I tried to, but okay. like they were still in link. Uh, they look like links. Like I tried to smash them basically sure. into you know as best as I could. Um, next time I would just buy maple sausage in a tube yeah. if that was available. Yeah. Um, did that I made bacon and then I made yeah scrambled eggs. Um, then I took Hawaiian rolls. And cut those to make mm. the slider buns. Mm. Then did, bun. yeah, and then did sausage, uh, egg, bacon, cheese, and then you know just put them all together, and they were delightful. That sounds delicious. I'm gonna be honest with you. They're that so sounds good. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So we did that Saturday, and then Sunday was actually Easter. Kayla's family came over to our house, and I made them again. But I prepped all the meat. The, the night before so like saturday was like so long so busy yeah Sunday was easter was also very long and busy so it was just like a busy weekend overall um then throughout the week um our dog mia hadn't been doing well she stopped eating on sunday and prior to that she was eating maybe one bowl of food a day um for quite some time and uh not really been moving much and then Yesterday on Thursday, I went into work. Kayla called me at like nine, like shortly after I got into work and said, hey, Mia's really not doing well. I think we need to take her in um, and say goodbye. And I told my bosses and I was like, hey, I, I got to go. Yeah. Um, so we did. Yesterday we left uh, and we said bye to Mia, which sucks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Man. Always saying goodbye to a dog. Um, Mia was 14. I've had her since I was... 17 years old um so almost half of my life and it's crazy and you know she was kind of the first thing that kayla and i had together mm-hmm. uh so it was tough it was tough yesterday um we came home and we we had been telling cora for a couple of days like hey mia's not doing so good she's kind of sick yeah um <laughs> and cora you know she'd like be like oh mia and then she'd just be like want a new dog (laughs) (laughs) so yesterday we came home without mia and uh and she was sad for a second she was like you know where's mia oh mia's not here she's not coming home and then she said oh okay i get a new dog and we're like we're not getting a new dog can i ask so yeah we also a couple weeks ago had to put down a dog as well i had some thoughts cross my head about did you think, were you afraid that you were going to traumatize your kids? Um, I don't know. I was worried that she would be really, really upset, but I was also yeah. confident that we could walk her through it a little yeah. bit, especially Kayla. Kayla's so good talking and communicating to kids, like, on their level. Um, That is exactly when she went to school and got a master's degree in school, Right. You know. Yeah. I, but I'm, I'm, jo- I'm joking, but I'm with you. I, I was also... You know, Katie's the same way for the same reasons, right? This is what she started yeah. in school and and is specialized in. Um, ben, it's interesting because he didn't really care about Rocky for a long time. Right. Just like, oh, we had a dog and the dog lived in our house. And then he's been going to Katie's mom's house and they have younger dogs, right? And uh, Libby and Moe like to play with him and play games and roll yeah. around and things like that. So he's starting to like dog and get into it. And literally he started like showing interest in dogs like a month before we had to put Rocky down. 
Uh, and I was so nervous that it was going to be like a really big thing for him for that same yeah. reason. Like, I, so I took Rocky by myself and Katie's kind of like told Ben, like, okay, say bye to Rocky. He's going bye-bye. And I don't know if he put it together all the way yet, but yeah. Um, like the next day, I think he had said like, where's Rocky or come on Rocky, like to into the air. And Katie was yeah. like, no, Rocky went bye-bye. Remember? And that was kind of the end of it. So, yeah, I think that's kind of where, where we're at. I'm sure Cora will every once in a while bring Mia up or see pictures with Mia. Um, Mia wasn't very playful, but Cora loved Mia. Mm -hmm. She, you know, would try to cuddle her, try to pet her, whatever it might be. Um, so I th I'm sure every once in a while she might say something, but, uh, when we got home yesterday, she made, you know, one comment and then Kayla kind of went into clean everything. Let's get it all oh, yeah. moved and taken out. And, uh, and that a lot of that was, you know, because if it sat longer, it would be harder to look at those areas of the house um so it's like right away like her beds got cleaned they got thrown out to the car all our toys got swept up like everything got moved um so we could just get rid of it we took it to the humane or kayla took it to the humane society today dropped everything off mm -hmm. uh, and i think that that'll help with cora too that yeah. like you know mia's bed isn't like sitting in the front room where it was like you know waiting so yeah we took Rocky's but, bed yeah. away and then uh, actually set up Ben's um, his like nugget that is like a play couch yeah. that we can make different shapes and stuff. Uh, and put that back because we didn't want Rocky laying on it because Rocky was pretty gross. Right. Um. So <laughs> I, he just was. Uh. So we had moved it maybe about six months ago. So like bringing that back, I think, was exciting for Ben enough to like yeah. get him moved on and, and on to the next phase. So. Yeah. So that's what uh, that's what we've been going through. It's a uh, a weird day. I'm sure. Kind of been out of it all day. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a Friday, which is a weird recording day for us. We don't ever do this. We're all, the vibes are just in a, <laughs> in a spiral, Joe. It's all, it's a weird day yeah. for us. It's a weird recording day. I think we talked about this, not to uh, hash out the podcast in general, but we want to recommit to putting out at least an episode a week. And yeah. as dads, actually, Funny enough, was listening to a podcast today that was talking about their recording schedule being a little weird because they're both dads. And I'm like, huh, maybe we should have that discussion. So we did. Uh, we talked yeah. about that. We're going to commit to putting out once a week, but we can't commit that it's going to be the same day every week. We just can't. Right. I. It could be maybe we both get lucky. and We have a Tuesday free and all of a sudden we're back on a Wednesday, you know, release or that maybe it's Wednesday, maybe it's Thursday. And maybe sometimes it's like this and it's Friday and we'll do something special. Like we'll do a live recording or something like that, do a live stream and, uh, and go from there. But, uh, we're, we're going to try and, uh, we're at least going to get one out once a week. It's just TBD on what, uh, what day <laughs> comes out. So stay, exactly. stay up to date on the social, stay up to date on, uh, on the stay subscribed on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're subscribed and, uh, and get it there. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So tell me about your kids. What's been going on? What's new? How are they? All right. Will is leapfrogging. He's so close. Oh no. He's just jumping over Ben he's all just over the place. All over the place. No, he's he's doing the leapfrog thing that kids do right before they crawl. So he can roll all around. And funny enough, uh -huh. just like the bluey episode, he can go backwards. He can push <laughs> himself backwards. Um and he can roll all around, he can sit up, he can lay back down, he can do whatever he needs to do. The one thing he can't do just quite yet is put hand and knee motion together yeah and so he'll want something and he will work his way it takes forever for him to do this but like he'll work his way to like where he'll be up in like a bear crawl position on all fours yeah and then like complaining the entire time like ah, 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 ah. like trying right. to do it and i'm like you got it just all you gotta do is move a knee and a hand and then yeah. he's now started where he will bring his knees up underneath him, right? So be on hands and knees and mm -hmm. rock back and forth, but do it in oh, like yeah. a leap motion, right? So like he's not going oh, anywhere, funny. but he's acting like he's leapfrogging, like just kind of like jumping in place, trying to get, mo yeah. get moving because he hasn't just hasn't quite figured out the actual crawling motion. So we are, we're knocking. It's a very, I, I don't know. 
with Ben the first time, because crawling is, is people make such a huge focus in like, uh, media and, and, and dad and parents, you know, shows and kids shows of like, I remember when my kid crawled for the very first time. I no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> because they do this weird half roll crawl. Like they'll do it once and then they won't do it again for six more weeks. And you know, it's, it's just, it's not, it's not consistent. Uh, not, right. it's especially not like walking. Um, I will always remember the first time Cora rolled, and that's only because we were watching um, Lock and Key on Netflix. Oh, yep. That's a great. <laughs> I'll remember when Ben rolled for the first time because I was recording him for something else, and he just plopped up and rolled over, and I was like, oh, my God, I got that on video. Um, yeah. And, but, like, I, this is not, like, a standout moment, and so I don't really remember Ben going through all of these motions again. So, like, seeing it is like seeing it for the first time, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, and then they crawl for like six weeks total, and then they're walking. Like that's how this works. Yeah. As soon as as soon as they crawl, they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna crawl," and then I'm gonna walk tomorrow. And you're like, "Oh, yeah, okay, I didn't know that." Okay, and then they're and then they're off and running. Yeah, it's uh, it is such a quick process that build up, and then it and it all happens within like three to four months, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of wait from there. Yeah, you know. To talk and everything like that. Ben is uh, he's in his feelings mode of of two year old. He's officially two and a half, and he's at that point where he's like uh, a lot of no, 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 dad, dad, no, dad, dad. Yeah. Um, when we go on walks around the block right now, he has to be by himself, and he has to try and run like pretty far ahead of us, and does not like to listen. Uh, so it's been a lot of boundary testing, a lot of boundary pushing with yeah. him um, this week, especially. So like he was sick a couple weeks ago. I think I brought the, the last time we were recording, he was just getting over a cold. Um, and so I had like, had assumed that that was part of that. And now like, here we are a couple weeks later and he's still just being a defiant little boundary pusher and right. like a toddler. Uh, so that's been, he's not like outwardly defiant most of the time. Like I, he's yeah. not, there is once in a while he'll have a meltdown or like you ask him to do something and he'll say no. And like, that'll, it'll just be a fight. Uh, but for the most part, it's just boundary pushing as much as he can. Yeah. So totally. Uh, question for you. Mm-hmm. And I mean this with no malicious intent. <laughs> uh, have you guys cut his hair? Uh, I, I only ask just because I don't see yeah. pictures of him too often, but like, it just seems like his hair is like so long, like longer than I ever like, picture it in my brain mm-hmm. so we cut it once um when was that last summer so it's almost been okay. maybe last fall will was born already but he was very little so maybe october was the last time gotcha. we cut it. um okay. or the only time we've ever cut it so i took him to my barber shop and there's a late there's a girl there that uh specializes in kids haircuts um yeah when we did it the first time, it was very short, which obviously when you're getting your kid's haircut, like it's just it's right. always going to look short. Um, and Katie got a little spooked because she was worried his curls weren't going to come back because it was the first time we got a haircut. And like, he does have some curly hair. I mean, and it's, that's, that's why I asked because I feel like the most recent picture I saw of him that I think Katie posted, I was like, wow, his hair is like so long mm-hmm. and curly. Like it looks great. Like it's, it is very long nice hair. Yeah. As a kid, he doesn't, understand though so now it's getting into his eyes and he's just like pushing it all over his face and like trying to get it yeah so yeah, now yeah. we gotta go get it cut we were just talking we probably gotta get it cut oh, uh, really? again just because it's it's getting in the way and getting in his eyes and like stuff like that so plus for the summer it's a good thing to have a you know shorter hair as you know and um, for the top bun <laughs> honestly so i forget what kevin and i were talking about but he said uh oh no not to air out Kevin's dirty laundry, but we have a big video game coming out at the end of the month and Annie's going to be gone for it. And I was like, wow, yeah. you get to just do nothing but play your video, like play this video game all weekend. And I was like, do you want to yeah. parent my kids while I play my video game all weekend? Uh, right. And he said, he, he, jokingly, he's like, only if I can keep Ben as a Padawan. I was like, funny enough, his hair's getting long enough. He could do the braid. It is true. Yeah. It's, it's getting close. So yeah. that's all it is. I'm raising Ben to be a Padawan. Hey, why not? 
He's got to do it. Everyone's got to learn the force sometime. At some point in their lives, yeah. Yeah. Nice. How about you? You were saying your kids have been uh, wild this week, huh? Insane. Um, uh, Cora's, what's Cora? She's three years and five months or something like that. Um, God, I say this all the time. She's just so freaking smart mm-hmm. and so funny and like, She's hilarious. Just some of the things she does is just so funny. Like she was doing this thing. She does this thing every once in a while where I like if I'm standing in the bathroom brushing my teeth, she'll just start running down the hallway. <laughs> she'll just go from like the front room to her bedroom and like run past the bathroom. And every time she passes me, she just says hi. So she <laughs> <laughs> she'll just do it like back and forth, like for I don't know, like four minutes. Just hi, hi, hi. And that, like it's so funny. The other day, Kayla was getting her ready to go to um, her mom's house or something for uh, for the morning. We could work. Cora, re- Cora really hates getting her hair brushed. Um, her hair's so curly and uh, gets knotted very easily. She hates it. Um, but Kayla's like, you know, in Cora's room with her, and has her water bottle and and oil spray to get her knots out. And Cora takes off running and just goes, you can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> and just took off. And I was like, oh, my. Like, where do you even find that? Like, it's so funny. Uh, it's hilarious. And Grayson is just like, he's now starting to talk a lot more and starting to make words and calls everybody Dada. Yeah. Um, which Cora did too, so I think Dada means like person, like big person, caretaker. Yeah. Ben Ben was the um, same way. That D was yeah. Obviously, we've gone through the speech journey with Ben, but D was his like letter that he's always been really good at. So yeah. when he doesn't know how to pronounce a word, he just uses D instead. And so right. like it's just an easy letter for kids to learn because it's just one of the first letters that we learn in our speech. You know, yeah. Journey. Yeah, so he, he does, like, he'll see me and say Dada, and every once in a while he will see Kayla and say Mama. Um, he pointed at a Jack Skellington picture and said Jack today, which very of, cool. Of course right? he did, Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you teaching those kids over there? Making waves over here. Like a Halloween um, boarding school at your right? house. Right? I know. It's crazy. Uh, it's amazing. He, uh, what else does he say? Uh, he says, like, shoes and juice. Every once in a while, Ooh. he'll say "nun night" and "eat." He's definitely like forming words, which is which is very cool for him to to hear and for him to you know make that connection. We have a whole episode about communication between mm-hmm. parents and kids, right? And that language that you kind of build with your kids. Yeah. Um, and other people don't understand it, but you totally get it. And uh, he's in that phase now where he's building that communication and and things. Here's a fun thing. Again, as so we're uh, we're at a point in Ben's speech therapy that he is we're going to preschool in the fall. Okay. And yeah. so we're not we? we're gonna have so much content to talk about. I can't wait. So much content. Um uh, so as he when he turns three, he's no longer technically early intervention. He's school age is what they which is a weird way yeah. that the school district separates it, but so we have to wrap up our program with our early intervention speech therapist because we're going to get transferred yeah. into um if he qualifies school age speech therapy and school age services okay yeah um so we've been talking a lot about what it takes to not qualify or to like be too good you know what i'm saying like to to, yeah. to not nece- not need services anymore it's a 75 50% ratio is what mm. it takes at at three, and I, Cora has been like this since she was like one. Everybody could understand what she was saying. She's always had super clear yeah. language, so you guys never had to worry about this. But like, uh, so it's seven. You have to understand seventy five percent of what they're saying, and a stranger has to understand fifty percent of what they're saying. Oh, at interesting. Three years old. Okay. So I thought that was interesting too because we had that conversation yeah. right about like, I know what Ben's saying almost all the time, and if I don't, yeah. I will figure it out. Like yesterday, he was having a, a meltdown because I tried to give him a cup of water and he was like, no, co-. and he was saying a word 
and I know it now, so I can't like repeat it. What he how he was saying it, but he was trying to say mm-hmm. cocoa water for coconut water because we drink coconut water yeah. like as as part of his drinks, uh, instead of like juice. And he was trying to say coconut water. He didn't want regular water. He wanted coconut water. But in this crying, he was saying some like something like that. And I yeah, like yeah. it took me a minute. I was like, oh, all right, I get it. There's no way anybody else in the world would have understood yeah. what he was saying. Right. So it's it's just funny to to when you put it in perspective, like the the actual contrast of what you need to understand of theirs and what other people need to understand. That's interesting. Yeah, I never would have thought of that, but that's cool. Um, yeah. So Grayson's going through that. Uh, he's eating. He loves chicken nuggets, which is great. Uh, we all love ch- chicken nuggets in this house. Um, and Cora's like potty training like a champ. Yeah. Like, Almost done, I would nice. say. Like, as maybe she's still wearing pull-ups overnight. Yeah, um, I don't think. I think ha- that lasts a lot longer than. Yeah, totally. But every once in a while, she'll have a dry pull-up when she wakes up. Oh really? Um, yeah, and then maybe I would say maybe two to three, maybe four accidents a week. Okay, that's um, pretty good. But, you know, from morning till night, she's in underwear, um, and she'll tell us when she needs to go, she, or sometimes she'll just go, like just walk mm-hmm. over and go. Um, so we need to work on wiping. Um, so that's the next step is is wiping. Um, for the most part, like she's doing really well at it. And like when we go to grocery stores, or whatever, you may not necessarily vocalize that she needs to go, but we, if we're out and about, we will ask her kind of all the time, yeah. like, "Hey, let's go. Do you need to go?" Like so that way, you know, we're we're doing it as best as we can. Um, and end it here uh just like really solidify that she's my kid um he's been listening to so there's an adams family movie that came out recently the animated one there's been two of them uh they're great she loves them i love them she's been listening to the soundtrack of the movie for the adams family but not not the soundtrack the score like the musical score of the adams family movie She couldn't be more your kid if you made her right? in a lab, Joe. Which you kind of did, but right, exactly. Uh, it's that is that is hilarious. Soon she's yeah. gonna be listening to random scores and be able to know exactly what movie no. they're from. Yeah, so she'll say, "I want to listen to the Adam Family song, which is the theme song," and she'll say, "I want to listen to the sad Adam Family, which is a song that Wednesday Adam like looks out a window to, and it's just like a sad score, and like it's very funny." Man, she is absolutely yeah. your kid. I know. It's crazy. It's, oh, Grayson got sunburnt to hell last weekend, too, because <laughs> we didn't think about sunscreen again with the head. You know what's funny? I We landed at my parents' house, and it was like 80 degrees, and it was still like 30 degrees here when we left. Didn't think yeah. about sunscreen, didn't think about anything. Will had big old like sunburnt cheeks. Uh, and That's a what Grayson got right now. Yeah. He's so white. I'm hoping this puts like a base layer on him and then. All right. Let's, let's one more question on this topic before we move into the next one. Are you afraid neither of your kids are going to get your skin? Cora will. Okay. Cora's a brown baby. Oh, you're right. Cora's you're the, right. The Mexican jeans. Um, she's got great skin. Like she got just enough of like a sun kissed cheek this weekend. Like mm-hmm. just like to give her like cute, pretty, like brown, a little yeah. pinkish. Yeah. Um, but she turns pretty dark in this in summer. Um, Grayson's blonde hair, blue eyed and pale as hell. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if maybe that will switch as he gets older. Maybe that pale will darken up a little bit. But he saw last weekend. He's just gonna burn. Sucks. Joe, both my kids are very white. They and are so white. All of my Italian ancestors are so upset at me, and I understand. <laughs> I get it. But they are so white. They white. Oh my gosh. It is like there's not even a slight tan line when you change their diaper. There is not even like a ch- nothing. No, it yeah. is it is just white all around. It's hilarious. And I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping Grayson's skin will cooperate, but I don't know. I don't know. Kayla's pretty white. So. These yeah, these white babies. Can't keep having these white children, Joe. I'm telling you. <laughs> Gotta stop. That's right. In this day and age. All right, Joe. We just hit 40 minutes. What do you say we get into it? 
Oh my god, we better wrap this thing up. <laughs> we gotta stop doing this. We gotta go back to weekly episodes. Have to. Um <laughs> all right, so this this uh this topic that we picked today that is going to not be as long as the rest of the episode, but it never is. Um <laughs> this topic that we picked today was something I was thinking about. We actually, we um, have a new listener uh, that reached out to us just kind of, you know, talking about what episodes they were going back to listening to and uh, uh, ask for some advice. They're going to be a dad here pretty soon. And it got me thinking, and we've done this topic before. And I was like, man, I really want to revisit now that we both have two kids and we're away from what I would consider the newborn phase. We're into Will's still a baby. He's not quite a toddler yet, but he's, you know, progressing there. And then you have two toddlers. Now that you have two kids, what advice would you go back and give yourself before you had Cora and then before you had Grayson? And I'll do the same oh, for Jesus. before Ben and before Will. So you wow. got to put yourself in two different spots because we already did yeah. the, if you could go back before and talk to yourself before you had kids, and we've already done that topic. So I want yeah. you to now with the knowledge of two kids and what you had go back and tell your something yourself, something when you didn't have any kids, what, what would you tell yourself? And then what would you tell yourself when you just had one kid to prepare you for yeah. having a second kid? Wow. Okay. Um, so to prepare for one kid, right. For the yeah. first kid, um, it would be, one of the things would be like, um, pictures more pictures like more yeah. pictures than you think i mean there's always pictures being taken but um you know take take pictures like make sure you have those memories especially now that we can take pictures on our phone they can get stored anywhere like mm-hmm. more pictures the better because you don't know when you're gonna have them if they might get lost you know things like that like just take and make sure they're backed up yeah. <laughs> uh yeah um and another thing would be like you know don't sweat the early age stuff like clothing mm-hmm. um you know diapers blankets whatever it might be um because like i guess especially for clothing like they grow out of that stuff like so so fast. quickly right so well yes think about newborn and zero to three months stuff. Really think about six to nine months, mm. nine to twelve months, that kind of stuff, because there's so much of it out there now. Kayla, of is we've said this before, much better being a mom than we are dad. Yes. Um, she kind of had that in in her brain, but it wasn't really anything that I thought of too much. Um, and the other thing would be like do a little bit more research, right? Like, yeah, size of nipples on bottles, you know. You go from one through or zero through five, like determine when it's best to transition that. So that way, you know, you kind of have a little bit of that skill set in your back pocket. It's not reliant on your significant other so much. You know, Kayla kind of took a huge brunt of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of at fault to me. Like I definitely should have up more, should have been more knowledgeable about things before Cora was here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I took that and transitioned it over to once Grayson was here, but it wasn't anything before before I was here. No, I I need that. I take that one too. That's one of the ones on my yeah. list is is do more research. I think um, not even necessary. I mean, Katie would is going to listen to this and smack me upside the head because she's like, "I told you so. I told you." Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't take it seriously. Uh, I grew up with siblings. I grew up same with you. You know, right. babies have been around my family forever. I was like, I, I've literally watched my cousins get raised from newborns. Like, I know how this goes. I, I know how this is like supposed to go. Yeah. Um, there are things that come up that you don't know. Nobody yeah. was ever going to be able to prepare us that we weren't going to be able to breastfeed Ben for the first four months. Right. right. Like nobody can prepare you for that. You don't know what it feels like. You don't know how it's going to go. And the only thing you can do is do a little bit more research and try and get more even, and it's not even necessarily more research on the baby. There are plenty of apps that tell you what milestones are supposed to be hitting and what size and length they're supposed to be and all that stuff. There's plenty of apps out there that have that. Do the research on how to be a supportive partner. That's where I miss. Yeah. Uh, 
and I, I you know i did the best i could i'm not sitting here saying i was was an unsupportive partner but i that is i would go back and tell myself like read a book read a book on how to be a yeah. supportive partner totally i think that that's that's makes a lot of sense and then me i think the other part um would be like i guess relating to breastfeeding um our perspective it was i wish we would have um formula fed cora when she was born because mm-hmm. kayla wasn't she cora wasn't latching there wasn't milk yeah. coming through and like for the first day like cora was starving mm-hmm. like we could have gave, given her the formula that they offered and she would have been totally fine like yep. and and that's something i wish we would have done and and that's something like um looking back on it like i think would have been a really great piece of advice for for us to have had is the formula's okay like it's it formula's not yep not okay <laughs> i like that mine are a, a a little bit more philosophical than tangible tangible um mm-hmm. the first one is i would in this hypothetical sit myself down at whatever i was 27 years old and say this is going to be the hardest thing that you're ever going to have to do for the next six months yeah like i as a human knew that having a baby was going to be hard and everyone knows it's going to be hard and we're going to get to having a second child which is harder so i'd be lying to myself because it is harder to have a second child but i you severely underestimate how difficult that first six months is going to be uh yeah it's just you just don't have any concept it's not even that you underestimate it you have no ability to estimate it because you have no concept you've never been that tired in your life unless god forbid you have done this before something like you've never been this tired before right you've never you've never felt the emotions you're going to feel in these moments you're never going to like for us ben got sick at like eight months right and he was burning i'm sorry he was a year you know and that's he had that that virus right we had to go to the er nobody can prepare you for that you can't prepare for that because you've never felt love like you've never felt attached all of those things you've never felt this before so i would sit myself down and and like that first six months is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. But it does get better. Yeah. It, and it's not even helpful to be like, look for the light at the end of the tunnel because it doesn't get easier. It just gets better. It doesn't, you don't, <laughs> right. you don't, you don't, it doesn't get any easier. I'm sorry. Like they turn six months, you're like, oh, great. They're crawling and they're pretty self sufficient and you're not worried about them killing themselves in the middle of the night anymore. Do you know what they do? They try and, jump off things and right. Ben pulled a knife down on his toe and tried to cut a toe off. Like it's things like that. Like it doesn't get any easier. It just gets better. Um, yeah. So that's, that's number one is that, uh, and then the other thing that I would tell myself is to go on a vacation. Hmm. Not. And it's funny because we went on our honeymoon in 2019 and so, yeah. like, it, we had just come back from a big, long vacation. I would look at yeah. it like, we just got back, you know, six months ago or whatever it was. It doesn't matter. Go on a vacation. Go to Mexico. Go sit on a beach yeah. somewhere. Because go put every responsibility you have off to the side for, like, a weekend. Because yeah. you're never going to be able to do that again. Like, even, yeah. I don't even know if when the kids are older from it, we're going to be able to not have responsibilities anymore. Because it's just... That's the life you take on and, and I'm happy for it. And I'm like very accepted, accepting of that now. But if I were to go back and tell myself, like, just do it one for one weekend, one long weekend, go to Mexico, uh, put all of your responsibilities and whatever cares you have. And honestly, I had no cares back then. I wish I had known that, but you know, right. Uh, but, uh, just go put them all aside for a little while and go to Mexico, do nothing. Yeah. I think that's good. Uh, I think a baby moon, as they call yeah, it, yep. is a good good thing to do. Even, you know, whatever you can do, right? Like, it doesn't have to be Mexico, but, like, 
different town. Yeah. Wherever it is. Go whatever it is. Go get away. Put your responsibilities aside for a weekend. No matter what it is, where it is. Just go not be responsible for a weekend. Totally. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Uh, what else you got? Anything else? That's it. That's it for no babies. I got a couple. I got a couple for (laughs) before you have a second one. Yeah. So before um we had Grayson, we had two miscarriages. Mm-hmm. Um and it was very scary. Um so the advice for me before Grayson was would be um you will not lose love for Cora. And you will love Grayson just as much. Yeah. Um, because I was very scared that I wouldn't love Grayson as the way that I love Cora. Um, and I was also afraid that like Cora would feel unloved because she had Grayson coming in. Um, a big worry about that it, too. Yeah, but it was such an easy transition to just fall in love with another little baby and, you know, have him be happy all the time <laughs> helped <laughs> which is good yeah but not all babies are happy all the time um so that that was a big that would be a big one is you will find the love right away and you won't lose the love for the one that you have um be a big one uh another one would be um embrace the mess a mess is gonna that's happen a <laughs> that's a good one and organized mess is better than killing yourself to clean all the time um constantly um but on that other note you got to make sure that little stuff is picked up otherwise that second baby's going to put it right in their mouth that's what um, we're working on right now is like getting back in that mindset <laughs> of you got to vacuum the floor every day yeah yeah um i think the other thing is uh you know, kind of, kind of similar to um, baby moon thing, but you, your significant other, and your firstborn go out and do something. Yeah. Right. Because it's going to be that final moment of just the three of you before fourth gets thrown into your life and those things throws a wrench in things because that that first one is to feel a lot of feelings right there's going to be some sort of jealousy some sort of emotions eventually it may not happen right away but mm-hmm. it, it'll happen um yeah and then for i guess for both of them before cora this is so i'm tossing it back to that one real quick um make sure to think about um how to talk to them at their level that's a good one I struggle with that sometimes personally. Like oh, I, I struggle with it a lot. Like Ben, we've talked about this. You said you were going to do this. He's two and a half. He like, right. you got to lower yourself. You got to bring yourself down to what, like his level because he's just, I, it's his own fault for being so damn smart, but I just, ex, you know, <laughs> I catch myself expecting too much from him, which yeah. is my, that's my fault. It's not his fault. It's not anything like I just need to readjust what I'm, how I'm thinking and communicating and, and I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. I think on like big ends of advice, like, you know, super thoughtful, insightful stuff. I think that's kind of where, where my brain's at. Yeah. What about, what about you before will? Oh, there's so many things. Number one, there's no such thing as man defense. <laughs> I, I let myself and all the people around me talk like, Oh, you're switching from, Two parents, one kid, to man on man, one parent, one kid. There's no such thing. No. There, you're never going to have one kid at a time. Like, it's, there is, and if you run man defense all the time, you have no time for yourself, ever. Like, right. you can't. I held the baby while going to the bathroom today. Like, that's just how life yeah. goes. And because yeah. Katie was helping put Ben down to bed. And that's just how this happens. And so often, you can't get locked into that because... That's this is the advice for me is that like I got so like hey I'm gonna take Ben Katie'll take the baby that's how this is gonna work the baby needs both of you you forget this you both did this the first time right 
you did this together the first time and now you're doing it the second time. So now the baby needs both of you and the toddler also needs both of you. It's not Mm -hmm. man defense. It's not, I'll take the toddler. You take the baby. It's let it just happen as it comes, right? Be very open to what's happening. Like sometimes Ben's going to be really into you and the baby's going to be really into Katie. Sometimes they're both going to be really into Katie because that's how moms happen, you know, and you just kind of got to go with the flow and let it happen where it happens and help out wherever you can. Um, that's just kind of where we're at right now. Like it's, there is a, it's not as simple as I'll take one, you take the other. It's just, it's not, that's not how it goes. Um, so that's, that's step one or advice one. Um, advice two is I'd look myself deep in the eyes and say the house is peaceful right now. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I would say. I like, it's, it's such a a cop out to say like, Oh, get, get all the sleep you can while you can get all the, you know, enjoy the peace and quiet while you can't, you have no idea. Just like when you had zero kids, you had no idea. And now you have one kid and you were like, and Ben's finally sleeping through the night and I'm finally like feeling like normal, but it's not the same as it was when I had no kids. Mm-hmm. And even when both kids are sleeping through the night, it's not going to be the same as it was when I had one kid. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so just level setting with myself and saying, this is peaceful right now. Just remember that. Um, yeah. And then number three is, uh, Oh shoot! It just went out of my head. Um, oh, cancel all your plans for six months. <laughs> everything. Everything. Cancel everything. Yeah. Don't plan on. Don't go anywhere. Don't plan on on going places, doing things like. It's. The most difficult thing in the world. And. That's just, it's going to be what it'll be for about six months. Like, yeah, because the baby always needs to get held. The toddler still needs to get held. It's you're passing back and forth. You're passing around like simple things. Like we expected to be able to hold the baby and put Ben down for nap at the same time. You can't, you just can't can't do that. I mean, we thought that you'd be able to do that and you just can't. And it's like, just cancel everything. Start with a fresh slate and go into this thinking like, We'll build it brick by brick, just like we did with Ben, Mm -hmm. right? We'll build this brick by brick, go into kid number two thinking that because I truly thought going in with a second kid, just hit, just hit restart on the tape and we'll go, we'll do it the same way, right? Like that's what I thought it would be. And it's not, it's not the same as it was when you had one, like raising one kid versus raising two kids. It's not just hit rewind and start it all over again. It's a completely different experience. Absolutely. And a couple of things I'd add on to that that aren't as philosophical would be um, prep more meals ahead oh, yeah. of time. Oh, yeah. You think? Um, like every meal you make, like three months leading up, just make a second one of it and put it in the freezer. Just take the dive and start shopping at Costco. Yeah. Even if you don't think you need it, just start doing it. Right. Yeah. So that, um, don't buy onesies that button. My God, snaps are the worst. Oh my God. Go out, go to Carter's, find the cheapest zipper full. And we live in Michigan, so we have to have long sleeves and pants. My kid was born in September. It's been cold his entire life. Um, Yeah. Go buy Carter's to Old Navy, whatever baby website, and buy as many of the long sleeve, long pant uh onesies that they have with zippers on them and buy them in zero to three three to six six to nine yep. and 12 months and nine to 12 and 12 and above just buy as many as you possibly can in each size mainly in the i would say and get a little bit more each time so like zero to zero to 12 or zero to three buy like four buy yeah. six in the next size buy 10 in the next size and buy 12 in the one after that because that's like the distribution and those things are lifesavers yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing would be um, uh, tell yourself to leave a half an hour before you actually need to leave. Oh, yeah. So. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a very good one. Getting There's that second kid out is so much harder yeah. 
the first one you're like, come on, Ben, let's put our shoes on. Let's put our shoes on. Yeah. Now I'm pointing Ben towards the door saying, go put your shoes on while I'm trying to change a diaper and throw pants on the other one. Yeah. And I'm carrying the other one over my shoulder like a barrel, still pointing at Ben to put his shoes on. It's just <laughs> a mess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got anything else? That's it. We hit an hour. Let's call it here. We did it. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Um, like Jared said, we're going to try to get back to weekly. Uh, just no... Um, you know, set day of the week. It's going to be a floating release date uh, every week. Um, but we appreciate you for sticking around and listening to us. If you haven't already given us a, uh, a like, a subscribe, a rating, a comment. All that stuff would be great. It helps us out. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. And thank you so much for planning it for having us on our podcast network. If you haven't yet, go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Facebook and Twitter and at Big Dead Energy Podcast on Instagram. That's Big Dad Energy Podcast on Instagram. So go follow us, stay up to date. Um, we, if you aren't subscribed or don't get push notifications on your phone, we put posts out and uh and stories, Instagram stories, whenever we put out a new episode. Go follow us there. Um, I'm mowing my lawn tomorrow, so I'm sure I'll get some videos of. Uh, yeah, I, I got the boys coming over. You're coming over tomorrow. I gotta get the lawn right. mowed. Uh, so I gotta get uh the lawn's gonna get mowed. So. I'm sure there'll be videos and things like that of uh of us doing dad work and dad stuff. Uh plus cute pictures of our kids all the time. So that's another plus. If if not for Joe and I, at least for the kids. Do it for the kids. Uh so thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you coming back and coming back and coming back again. So uh for both of us, I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.